0: Hey guys, welcome back to a special WWE edition of Cal's Podcast of Sports and Randomness. Today I'm calling LaRon, to talk about the upcoming Survivor Series card, give our predictions, see what match will be the match of the night, which will be a dud, and talk about any other surprises we may think happen on that show. Then we'll get into the 30-year anniversary of The Undertaker. We'll talk about our favorite Taker moments, what his best character was, and where does he rank all-time in the professional wrestling business. But first, head over to Facebook, look up CJ Clish, LLC, ask about his tactical pins made from Tuscan steel along with aerospace grade aluminum it's a heavy pin it can be used as protection and help break a window if in the tight jam that's cj klisch llc telling we sent you now on to the podcast with me today, we have Laron Alexander Beck, and he's back to talk, not sports, however it is a sports entertaining business. We're going to talk about the upcoming WWE Survivor Series pay-per-view and the 30-year anniversary of The Undertaker. How are you doing, Laron? I'm good, sir. How about yourself? Doing great. I know you're kind of bummed about like, Kyle Murray losing last night and all the memes he's getting made fun of. <laughs> oh, yeah,
1: but Hey, no K-1 slander today, man. No, no, we,
0: we, we'll, keep it, we'll keep it fresh no old stuff today. Okay, so Sunday night, it's another edition of the Survivor Series pay-per-view, Sunday night at 6 p.m. It'll be at the Thunderdome in Orlando, Florida. It'll be on the WWE Network, or you can call your local satellite or cable provider. You excited about this pay-per-view? It seemed to come out of nowhere.
1: Yeah, um, I am pretty excited about it. Um, And the the build, it wasn't as uh, what you would expect. I mean, this is Arguably the third biggest pay-per-view of the year um, behind Mania and um, the Royal Rumble. So, yeah, like you said, uh, it kind of came from nowhere because the build to it wasn't wasn't what you would expect. But, uh, I mean, there's some, some great matches on the card, so I'm pretty excited about it.
0: So let's just jump right into it. The first match I have on my list is Drew McIntyre from the Raw brand, who is a champion, and Roman Reigns, the Tribal Chief, the WWE SmackDown champion. Uh, before we get into our before we get into a breakdown I predict Roman Reigns to win by DQ because of Randy Orton.
1: I think Reigns will go over um, he'll do like a little you know so, some little grimy stuff, you know, like the little the the pin where he hits him with a low blow. I think he'll do that and hit him with a hit him with the spear, Superman punch him and get the win. Um will be a, a, I I can see your point just because you don't want to bury McIntyre, but it's just man, Roman's been, Roman's been amazing. So, of course, you can't have him, him lose. Seeing as how he's been, he's been so dominant, as perceived as, uh, I guess the word you can say is unbeatable. So, you can't have him lose. And McI- McI- McIntyre losing, I don't think will affect him as much as it would Reigns. So, I think Reigns will win via pinfall. Just some, some. You
0: know, some... Uh, shadiness.
1: Yeah, some shadiness
0: going on. Yes, sir. Uh, Reigns, if there was a rival Reigns was going to have, I could see him losing by DQ or, like, uh, he, would, he would lose because he would get distracted, but he has nobody up. There's nobody in line to face him yet to cause a distraction to get the, the schoolboy roll-up or, you know, the quick pin out of nowhere. they the using a the non-finish pin to get the victory. Yeah. That, to keep him clean, um, to keep him from being buried and, and what, whatnot.
1: Yeah, that, I mean, I, I don't see a, a challenger also unless, you know, Daniel Bryan makes, like, a surprise return, which I can see. Um, so, but that that would be the only guy, would, would be Bryan.
0: If uh, if Roman beats him down pretty good after the match, I can see Miz cashing it in.
1: Oh, God, don't say that. <laughs> Please don't say that. Um, I, I don't think Miz cashes in. I actually think they're going to build a program uh, With McIntyre and Sheamus next Um, just of how the way things have been transpiring on Raw and and things like that I can see Sheamus kind of I mean Sheamus is perceived as a heel already uh, but his buddy buddy relationship with McIntyre could take a turn and I think that's going to be McIntyre's next feud so I mean Sheamus could be the one that that runs in and actually costs McIntyre the match
0: I can see that because you you need a filler feud for uh, Wrestlemania season coming up it could sell tickets, but it's not going to be a WrestleMania main event match at all. No,
1: no, not at all, not at all.
0: Let's jump back into Orton real quick. Why did he win Hell in the Cell just to lose it on Monday Night Raw a few weeks later?
1: Yeah, I don't, you know, that's that's um, that's kind of the million-dollar question. Uh, I think it, it, and it didn't really hurt Orton because, I mean, Orton's established as, you know, he's a first-ballot Hall of Famer, of course, but um, so, I think it's just kind of a – you know, he's been a workhorse with with all the COVID stuff going on. So, I think WWE, um, Vince McMahon, per se, just kind of threw him a bone, gave him a, a 14th title run um, just for being that, that type of workhorse there, during all this stuff because he has been good, man. I mean, he's he's been
0: – He's been on you fire. Know, he's kind
1: of went back to the legend killer type, type organ So, yeah, he's been good during this COVID, uh, COVID pandemic. So,
0: they they just storm a bone. Yeah, they used to do that uh, for like John Cena or The Rock when something big was happening, like when they got real big with the Susan B. Coleman Association for Breast Cancer. Uh, it seemed like a, yeah. a face was a champion for that one month of October, and then they drop he dropped it to a heel. Uh, so they would, right. uh, yeah. So to me that didn't make sense to have Orton have it because there was nothing to promote. But it was hey you know here's your 14th reign now you're tied for third of all time for the most title reigns and you know you're our go-to guy if ever we need it and he has been Absolutely. since January him and Edge that feud was a little long but it never got dull alright so our first traditional Survivor Series match will be between Raw and Smackdown on the Raw team we have Keith Lee AJ Styles Sheamus Braun Strowman and Riddle uh, they have three former champions on their team and they're facing Kevin Owens Jey Uso King Corbin Seth Rollins and a TBD. I'm saying that TBD is going to be the Undertaker. What say you?
1: Ah, man, uh, I was thinking again, my my first thought was it would be Daniel Bryan, but uh, yeah, with the under, he's going to get the you know, the cheap little come in tooth on somebody's victory. So yeah, um, I'm with you 100% on that cuz of course like his days of a full-time wrestler are done. So yeah, he'll come in and get a a cheap pop from Thunderdome and, and, and get a and get a win for the SmackDown team. And it'll probably be again. It'll probably choke slam AJ Styles or, or pin AJ Styles.
0: I say he's going to be Undertaker and Rollins left for SmackDown, and they're going to pin AJ Styles to win. He's going to do the Snake Eyes. He's going to do walk the Rope. He's going to hit. He's going to hit the, the Tombstone Piledriver. If it is AJ Styles, the last one, he may even get him up in a Last Ride.
1: Man, I don't know if I. I was like, probably couldn't get me in a last ride right about now. But <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I that that sounds great. I just don't think that. I think it'll be something quick, man. Like what he did with um, with Cena. Yeah, with, with Cena at at, at, Mes- at WrestleMania when he it was literally one or two moves and and a pin.
0: Uh, this was a way to get all the get some of the big names out there without uh once if they if you're a big name and you are off a of major pay per view automatically people think that you're buried and you lose momentum. So this keeps all the main guys involved, and they get to face each other. There's, of course, there's going to be some cheap pins. I think Riddle gets pin cleaned. I think Corbin gets clean, gets pin cleaned, and the other else gets like a roll-up or disqualified or counted out. Right. A lot of these guys, they need to be kept strong.
1: Are you high on Riddle?
0: No, I don't like him at all. <laughs> no.
1: I like him into. And that might be the MMA fan in me speaking, because that's kind of his background. So uh, the the whole pro thing is a little played out, but just in ring, um, I think he's pretty. I think he's pretty good, then I, mean, I think he can be. He can be really good. I think
0: the the pro thing kills it for me. I don't. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, and I like MMA too. I you know I trained jujitsu and kickboxing and muay. Thai. I just I can't get behind him at all. One hundred percent don't like the guy. His I character. You. His character. Tree's a nice guy off air. So you, we both got SmackDown winning. I don't see SmackDown dominating like Raw did that one year.
1: Yeah, yeah, because I mean they're kind of switching over to SmackDown being your your dominant show, your your flagship show, uh, per se. So uh, SmackDown will win, I think, uh, the majority of the matches. But Raw, I think Raw wins the the women's Battle Royal. But you know we'll. I'm
0: sure we'll touch on that. Yeah, now that's next for the women's traditional Survivor Series match on Raw. You got Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, Lacey Evans, Peyton Royce, and Lana. On SmackDown, you got the EST Bianca Blair, Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, and two TBDs. To me, this is going to be the dud of the night.
1: Yeah, that that's the one you know that that I'm least excited for because I honestly think they're going to have Lana be the sole survivor, giving her being put through a table I think it's going on eight or nine weeks straight now
0: yeah.
1: so I think some kind of way she'll be able to um, somehow be the sole survivor in this I think the one that should that should win it would be Bianca Blair just cause um, it'll kind of catapult her into that stratosphere of maybe being the next um, Smackdown t- uh, title challenger for two Sasha Banks but I I uh, I, I just have a sneaky feeling that they're going to make Lana the sole survivor in this and win it for Team Raw.
0: I can see Raw winning that one. Uh, I don't know who the two TBDs are going to be. Is it going to be Bailey? Is it going to be, you know, I, I forgot who's on the women's side anyways on SmackDown. So this one to me is. Yeah, just... I mean,
1: I, yeah, because, of course, you always think of the stars that aren't there. You know, I you always think of Charlotte Flair, um, but you, I, I don't know where Charlotte's going to pop up at. Because you know it's kind of it's not WrestleMania season just yet, but you kind of want to, you know, you kind of want to show your face because it's actually getting towards WrestleMania season. Of course, the long, long, long shot is Ronda Rousey coming back, or it could be some some people that they call up from NXT, you know. Uh, but I, I don't, you know, like Amber, I don't see Amber Moon coming back or, or anyone like that. So it, those two TVDs will are are interesting, but I don't think it'll be a determining
0: factor in the match. So uh, yeah, I'm going with Raw on this one as of you. Uh, real quick, oh, man, Lacey Evans, man, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's sneaky hot.
1: And, and she's improving in the ring, man. She, you know, she kind of just used to be, she kind of had the, uh, she kind of used to be one of those just Trish Stratus before Trish Stratus was, you know, Trish Stratus the wrestler. <laughs> and she was Trish Stratus the TNA. Um, but, man, she's improving in the ring. Uh, Mike Worth is is getting better, too. So, you know, Lacey could be one to watch down the road as well.
0: Yeah. If, if you think about it, Trish Stratish was not the best women's wrestler of all. She's not. She's probably top seven, top eight. But the way she worked herself up from just being a valet to a wrestler absolutely gives her so much more credibility because she put in the work. Cause you have these, yeah, Eva, she did. Eva Marie. That's actually
1: what got Stacy. Ke- and you know, and then you, you know, Stacy was one of my favorite divas ever. Um, she didn't put in the work, you know, and that—that's kind of probably what got her. I can't remember. if She actually walked out, or if she uh, got fired, but I think she kind of walked out.
0: Yeah, she got put on uh, Dancing of the Stars while she was a diva, and then all the all the offers came for TV and movies, and so she just let her contract yeah. run out.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and then she started dating George Clinton. So, yeah, yeah,
0: good for her, right? She she made it.
1: Yeah, she absolutely. It.
0: But yeah, I, I, maybe hey, maybe Trish would be a a surprise, or maybe even Lita. You never know. Or Beth Phoenix.
1: Yeah, that, I mean that would be. I mean, man, that would be great.
0: Because yep. they don't the, they don't need to work two you know, matches. Those two,
1: you know, they kind of started kind of the the women's the women's wrestling that we see today. Um, of course, me and you were too young to remember. Fabulous Mueller or anybody like that, but,
0: Wendy but those Ricker, two yeah.
1: along with uh, a lot of other stars who go underrated, man, Molly Holly was fantastic. Ivory. Um, uh, Victoria was really good. Yep. Um, uh, the Glamazon, Beth Phoenix was, was, was really good too. Jack but, Lim- some, but those two always kind of get always at the front. When you think of what kind of star, the women's wrestling that we see today, it, it's, Normally, you, you, you'll hear Trish and Lee at the, at the forefront of it. But those that we kind of underline, man, were were right there with them.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, they also had very good sex appeal, too, man. You think about Trish and Lee, you're like, man, they, they were sexy as all get-up. And then you, you trickle down to Molly's and the Jacqueline's and the Irie's. Pretty women in their own right, but they weren't like, drop stop drop, drop what you're doing and look at the TV screen. Good looking.
1: Yeah, they they didn't have the sex appeal as the other ones, yeah. So.
0: Let's move on to the women's champion versus champion match. Oscar from Raw, Banks from SmackDown. Banks goes over because she cannot lose momentum. But if she does lose, it's because of Bailey.
1: Yeah, um, I, 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 I'm with you on the prediction. I got, I got Sasha going over just because I think they're gonna kind of they're kind of sowing seeds of the things that Sasha hasn't done before that she's able to overcome. You know, she, I think she's. a Six or seven times women's champion, but with no title defenses. So then she finally she beats Bailey a couple of weeks ago on SmackDown for her first ever title defense. And now I think this one um, she never beat Oscar without outside help, as they say. So I think she does this one. Um, and I think she does it clean. Uh, maybe a bank statement, uh, yeah, a bank statement for a win or and a tap. Obviously Oscar tapping, but. I think Banks uh, Banks wins with a bank statement.
0: Yeah, I, I see her winning easily, unless they throw that curveball Bailey, which I don't see because you want to save the run-ins for a bigger match. I, I believe Orton's going to do the title match run-in. Yeah, absolutely. And this is absolutely. Gonna, this save is, that.
1: And I don't know. I mean, I don't know what what more Banks and Bailey can do um, with their feuds. I mean, they man from, from from NXT till now, man. They 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 put on some. Thrillers, man. I I, th- I don't know. They've done the. I think they were the first, first ever. Was the Iron Man match for the for the women? I think on NXT, and then that that Hell in Cell match was 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 really good. And even the 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 match they had on SmackDown a couple of weeks ago for a TV match was sensational as well. So I, I don't know what more you can expect from 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 those two, unless you put them in a casket match or something. <laughs> I, I don't know, but they, they've done pretty much all you can do with a
0: feud in the business uh, pretty much run its course uh, I see maybe Charlotte coming back and winning the Royal Rumble and challenging Shasha to a, a title match at Wrestlemania because that would draw big money for the women's card yeah uh, to me that's the match of the night automatically because Oscar man she's really good in the ring it's gonna steal the show
1: yeah yeah I think you will steal the show too. I, mean, they're too I mean they're too great Oscar doesn't get enough credit um for how good she she really is because she's sensational, man. Um, and I think just the total package. I think Banks is the the best woman on the roster, just with entering ability, the charisma, um, and, and the 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 mic skills. I think she's I think she's if she's not the best, man, it's it, it, she's one a yeah. <laughs> um, with her. And um, of course, I mean Becky Lynch, but she's been out, but. Her and and Flair, the four horsewomen are, you know, at the top of the game of the women's game right now.
0: Man, I would love to see the the four horsewomen versus Lita, Prime Lita, Trish, Ivory, and Jacqueline. That'd been man, that'd be a great match. Or no
1: man, can not... you, like a in, a in a Survivor Series, just in a, like a Survivor Series, man, man, that'd be awesome. Yep, that would be great to see, man. But you know, of course, that's probably what thing. I think. I mean. Beth Phoenix would be one that would be down for that. Um it would be hard to find a fourth for the uh I guess you can call it the attitude era.
0: Yeah, cause Jackie Holly, and Ivory, Holly, I don't
1: I don't know, but yeah, that would be man, that would be great
0: to see. The other two Jackie and Ivory, are in are fifty, so they're long past their prime.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah Jackie's way. <laughs> Jackie's way past their prime.
0: Wishful thinking. Wishful thinking. Yeah. The next match yep. has match of the night potential, New Day versus the Street Profits. I wish they had more build-up because I believe their promos and vignettes and segments would be fire.
1: Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, I mean, the, the the new day and um, her business match on Raw Monday was again for a TV match was really really good. So I don't, I expect nothing less from um, from from these two from from this match as well. Cause the Street the Street Profits are another one. That fly under the radar because you know they do kind of have a, a goofy type type gimmick as does New Day, but we've seen New Day just deliver time after time after time after time, and so again I expect nothing different from this match, but I do expect the New Day to go over just simply because you know New Day rocks. Yes. So I think uh, I think New Day goes over via via pinfall and, again in a sensational yes. in a sensational match.
0: I get them going over too. If Street Profits had a couple more years in the business, it would be hard to pick. But New Day's established, they want to give Kofi. They want to keep the momentum from Kofi and uh, Xavier breaking up with Big E, and so uh, they don't want to lose that momentum. Uh, Street Profits, yeah, their guy, who's who? uh, uh, Montgomery. Oh man, I lost my train of thought. Who are the two guys in in the Street Profits? Their names, Dawkins and.
1: I can't remember man. <laughs> but Dawkins, I just see their faces.
0: The, the skinnier guy, he's gonna be the next he's gonna be the Shawn Michaels of this generation. He's gonna turn on his guy and him and the Bianca are gonna make everybody hate them and he's gonna go to the top.
1: That would be great, man. I love Bianca Blair. Like the the E S T man, I, I love the gimmick, man. I've ever since NXT I, I but again, like I said, it, it's it's all about booking with her. Um so if if Vince both are right, man. She can be, she can be in that, in that stratosphere with the four horsemen.
0: Uh, let's move on. Bobby Lashley versus Sami Zayn. Uh, I'm not looking forward to this one too much. I'm going to say Lashley with the win.
1: Uh, yeah, um, they built Lashley to be this unstoppable. You know, he's kind of creeping back to the to where he can actually make a uh, a main event push. Um. I, <laughs> But with Zayn, you, 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 I don't – you know, you may find some weasley way to win, but I think Lashley wins in almost a squash match type just simply because, you know, he's so – you know, they're building him to be so dominant. And that wouldn't hurt Zayn as much, you know, because he'll, you know, get on Friday night smackdown and just complain. You're making you excuses, yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that his ankle was hurt or something like that, you know. So I think Lashley goes over, and I think it's it's a squash match type deal.
0: And Bobby Lashley getting paired up with MVP done nothing but wonders because he doesn't have to talk anymore.
1: Yeah, and her business has been really good too, which is my surprise because I've never been the biggest MVP fan. But him is kind of the he's the leader, but he could, but he doesn't you know do too much in ring. You know when Farouk, he's kind of <laughs> he's kind of like Farouk of the Nation of Domination as Farouk got older. You know, uh, he just he talked a lot, and that's what MVP serves as the manager and the the mouthpiece man. But the Hurt business has been surprisingly really, really, really good.
0: Notice that too, and having Shelton Benjamin as a heel is good for his career.
1: Yeah, yeah, and then uh, he threw it back on Raw and hit an angle slam. Oh, (laughs) you hey, you know, paid homage to 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 Kurt and the days of uh, Team Angle. I was.
0: The, uh, uh, what the,
1: was the name of that? The that best damn tag team. Faction that was Kurt. It was
0: what? Uh, him and Charlie Haas were the best damn tag, best damn tag team. Yeah.
1: So it was them three, man, and uh, it was it was good to see him to be honest Kurt, you know, one time.
0: And and that's all for the card. Some big names that aren't on there: Cesaro, Shinsu Naka, Nakamura is not on there. Of course, Daniel Bryan, uh-huh. he hasn't been on for a while. And then you have. The Fiend is not on there. Alexa Bliss, The Miz, John Morrison. A lot of big names are left off this pay per view. Not many matches, so I predict some of these matches to go long. Hence, there's you know eight guys in in one match, so they want to give them their their time. But a lot of big names right. left off the match card. Yeah.
1: You saw Alexa Bliss got engaged, right?
0: Yeah. Sorry, bud.
1: I hurt my heart. <laughs> I unfollowed her on Instagram when I saw it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh man yeah she's Who, so who's your favorite now Mandy Rose
1: man my favorite right now I would I would still say is, is uh is Bailey like I love Bailey yeah. Yeah. we know why I told you why it we have... I don't know if I can say no right.
0: no we cannot say
1: <laughs> but,
0: it um, go look yeah, up I, Bailey I, and I, you'll I like see Bailey.
1: why I like the new look um but of course in ring she's you know right up there and and the uh my skills and I, I, I love the gimmick, you
0: know. So, yeah, right now, man, my favorite is, is Bailey. But if I had to say the best, it would be Banks. Yeah, I'm, I Banks. Yeah, Banks has a, everything about her is just, besides her forehead, she's sexy. The whole package. <laughs> yeah, the whole package. Yep. Wait, her confidence. Her confidence, you know, makes it even more sexy because there's she's right. not she's not a Trish Stratus or a Lacey – you know, not Lacey, Alita or Mandy Rose sexy or Alana sexy as like looks wise but her confidence and her her demeanor makes her sexier somehow
1: exactly man because you know they say confidence is the sexiest thing a woman can wear and she wears it you
0: know yeah. tenfold. she sure does and, and Charlotte Flair has some confidence but it doesn't fit her because you're a Flair and you're supposed to have that confidence right yeah.
1: yeah. you know yeah <laughs> it's like being Michael Jordan's son you know yeah even though they can't play for nothing they still should have confidence in his head
0: because your last name says Jordan
1: yeah
0: okay so that's the end of the card let's move on for the next uh, five to ten minutes let's talk about The Undertaker November 22nd 1990 I was ten years old how old were you back in 1990 I was eight eight uh, he came to the yeah. ring I was scared out of my mind when I saw him <laughs> absolutely man um but I lost I kind of I l I kinda I kinda I kinda lost it. I kinda got over it when I saw Bruce Pritchard as Brother Love coming behind him. I was like, Wait a minute.
1: <laughs> right. right, man, but man, that's such an iconic character, man. Uh, I mean it really as far as just the character, he's probably the, the the best character ever in wrestling, man. Um and like you said, man, I used to be terrified, especially when he didn't talk. <laughs> you know, and and um uh,
0: Rode his eyes. most of the target
1: for him. So, and he was so, you know, when he first came out, the skin was all pasty. You know, so yeah, man, he, he was terrifying um, as a little kid.
0: And then he um, then he put the Undertaker in, he put the Ultimate Warrior in a casket. He, you know, beat Hulk Hogan. So as, as a kid, it's even worse. You, you don't like him and you're just afraid of him too, especially when he locks one of yeah. your heroes in a coffin. Yeah.
1: Um, my favorite Undertaker, though, man, was the the, uh, the the Ministry of Darkness one.
0: I got that in my notes. That's my favorite too.
1: Man, my favorite Undertaker man. When he was with McMahon and sacrificed Stephanie McMahon, uh, the big Stone Cold man, the man that was ah
0: yeah, I
1: yeah, was probably my favorite Undertaker man.
0: I enjoyed it up until the Greater Power when it was Vince McMahon. I think it yeah, killed. Yeah, when,
1: when Vince McMahon, <laughs> but the call on that. Yeah. When uh, Vince McMahon took off that hood And Jerry uh, Not Jerry But Jim Ross Yeah Jim Ross's reaction to it was perfect man. That's that's one of my favorite, Of course uh, Outside of the uh, uh, It killed him when it, when it Undertaker threw mankind Off the hell of a cell That call by Jim Ross Is probably my favorite one Yeah
0: that, That's it Oh son of a yeah. He killed him
1: <laughs> That was probably my favorite One of my favorite Jim Ross Jim Ross calls
0: Uh He did great as a Ministry of Darkness. I loved it until Vince McMahon came in and ruined it. I was in basic training the day it happened, the day the greater power came. And a week later, this guy in basic training got notes from his family about wrestling updates. And we all got gathered around him. And when he told us who the greater power was, there was a big old moan in our dorm room. We're like, (laughs) ah. Yeah, dude, that
1: was. That, that was, sucked, man. That I was mean, 21 years ago. So, but, I mean, I, I I could see what WWE was doing because it continued the feud with Austin and McMahon. But yeah, that one, that one was uh, that one was a dud. That was a dud, and uh, the, the uh, Vince McMahon, the illegitimate child, uh, was a dud. It, it kind of runs fucking next, next for me. Well, the illegitimate child was ten Jorge times Spiegel. worse than. Uh, than the greater power. But it just kind of reminds me, those two kind of remind me of each other.
0: Uh, I think him getting hurt in September of 99 and coming back as the American badass uh, revived his career because we got to see another side of him that we never saw before. What do you think?
1: And that was, it was a good switch because, of course, like you said, uh, that gimmick was, was beginning to get, you know, you're like, oh, okay. (laughs) <laughs> you know, so it, it was good for them to switch. It was a good switch up too. Um, so yeah, that was that. Would be, but that's probably my least favorite I think it Is probably the American Badass, but he was still phenomenal as the American Badass.
0: When he turned heel uh, on Jim Ross and after Survivor Series in 01 that's when I liked that character a little more better because he was, you know, yeah. mean. He was, I mean, Booger Red. Man, it's. Undertaker was legit scary as Booger Red, American Badass.
1: Absolutely, man. Yeah. So, um, of course, everybody has a heel is, is almost better, but heel Undertaker, man, it, it was a completely different, completely different level than babyface Undertaker. And um, so, yeah, I enjoy him. Anytime he turns heel, I enjoy him. I'm looking back on it, even though I was scared of him, I can look back on it now and just think of how awesome he was when he first
0: you know, stepped onto the scene. Uh, I didn't, I moved into a new house. I didn't have my cable set up in 2014. Uh, when I got a text message saying that he lost to Brock Lesnar, I didn't want to believe it. I did not believe it until I went on uh, the websites and read up on it. And I was just floored. I'm like, how, how did he lose? Like, how could they let him lose? And, uh. That's just, man, that was my, that was
1: my reaction, man. I couldn't, uh, I couldn't believe it. i <laughs> my the, the the picture of the guy
0: His eyes um, bugged out.
1: The black guy with his mouth his mouth is basically on the floor, that was me. I'm like, no way. Yeah. No. What <laughs> and Heyman even sold it great. Um <laughs> yeah. but yeah, the man there was no way I thought that that Lesnar would would beat the street, man. But of course you know, Vince like loved Lesnar, so um I guess. I d I didn't think he
0: was the guy to do it or should have been the guy to do it, but I can see why they made him the guy to do it. Yeah, I, I can see that. Uh, I told people what should've happened was Brock Lesnar should have pinned him at two, gotten up, and then walked out and got counted out and then Heyman Heyman would've sold that well you only beat you only have that win because we let you have it. They should've right. They should have done that angle because Heyman would have made it even a hundred times better. Rubbing it Undertaker's right. face that he only won because we let him win.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Man, Heyman, Heyman makes almost any angle any angle better, man. Uh, Heyman, Heyman's masterful on the mic.
0: Uh, his greatest rival has to be Kane. Him and Kane put on some great matches at WrestleMania's. Uh, Infernal matches, just the buildup from 97 to the 98 Mania was amazing.
1: Yeah, I, I would was, I still, was just because he's my favorite, I would, say, I would say Shawn Michaels, because, I mean, they, like, people just, a lot of people just remember those two being in the, um, the WrestleMania, the really good WrestleMania matches, but, man, the, they were in the first Hell in the Cell, um, and they, they had a rivalry before then. Um, you know, the, uh, the, the they, they had a casket match, um, and, like I said, the Hell in the Cell and those two, those two Mania matches, but... Um, I can see Kane being his biggest rival, but the most fun for me was him and Michaels.
0: Oh yeah, the the two back-to-back WrestleManias matches are up there in the best of all time. Just due to the fact that they gave it a hundred percent, and even the buildups, the promos, the entrances were amazing. You know that those two matches yeah. are unlike untouchable when it comes to the total package.
1: Absolutely, man. That, I mean, two of the greatest. I think they're two, two of the greatest of all time. Yeah. If you name a top ten, both of those both of them should or in most people's top ten, both of them will be in there, man. And they, they laid it all on the line for those two main matches. When Taker pinned him in the first answer and just kinda of rolled over, like I honestly think that's just how exhausted he was. Yeah. he was. I mean, yeah, and part of it was a sell, but man, he was exhausted after those two
0: matches, man. Yeah, he get he left Airden in the ring, so did Michaels. I said, well, my, so Kane's my favorite one. Yours is uh, Shawn Michaels. But, man, his backstage stuff with Kurt Angle, legendary. Man, those two guys together were hilarious.
1: You said Angle and Taker? Yeah,
0: they're just hilarious together in those backstage promos. Yeah, and, yeah, dude, I, and
1: that's one thing I like. Man, Angle can do – Angle can – Angle played so many roles, man. I mean, he can he, – he was funny. He was. Like him and my my favorite ones were him and him and Austin, you know, when they were both trying to impress Vince.
0: Jimmy Crack cornered, um, I don't care.
1: Yeah, that, that was hilarious, man. Um, but but Angle was one of those guys that you very rarely hear mentioned as one of the goats. But man, like it, it's hard as as far as just being, um, uh, in, just in ring, man. Angle was in, Angle was was. was was really 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 good uh, in ring, and then he gotten better on the mic, and his character was, was even as a babyface. I didn't like the whole milk truck thing, but, but uh, Angle was sensational, man. And, and yeah, him and Taker together was comedy.
0: When he was when he was a nerd heel, that's when him and Taker have some of the best moments backstage. You know, in, you know in those segments because nerd Angle, nerd heel Angle, one of the best of all time. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh so before we finish, where do you rank him where do you rank Undertaker, Mark Calloway as uh, an all time wrestler? Uh, man, I
1: have him in the 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 six to ten range, man. Uh, I'll probably have him around seven or eight. Um just because I'm I, I like the um I mean he was in it for so long. That it got just I guess a little stale for me, but um, yeah, I haven't probably and I haven't the greatest big man to ever step foot in the ring, but um, yeah, I, I would have a few. I would have Rock, Austin, uh, HBK, um, Flair, much. and Jericho ahead of him.
0: There we go, the Ayatollah Rock and Rolla, yeah. which is sad though. Him and Jericho never really had a feud in their careers
1: yeah yeah that would have been legendary yeah. <laughs> that would have been very very good but yeah they never really uh i mean i think they had a couple of tv matches but yeah they never really you know got to have a, a main event program
0: nope they, they wrestled each other they were the final two in an elimination elimination chamber but that was pretty much it yeah as in for a title like something big at stake when michaels came from underneath right. the ring and super kicked taker but i have taker i have taker in my top ten uh, he's not really this, because he, he protected his gimmicks so well that he couldn't go out there and be the face like a Cena and a Stone Cold and a Hogan, because he protected that image. And as we saw in that documentary, The Last Ride, he, man, he did not break character for anybody at all. For yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah which was which was insane, man. Like you said, he, he even started dressing in black and, and things like that once the, uh, you know, once he got just engulfed in the character, man, which is great. You know, it's great for business. Um,
0: but it and, hurt him um, in the long course, run. of course,
1: Vince swears by him. You know, he says, that's the guy you want in your foxhole with you. So, um, and he's one of those guys that didn't defend. It. You know, when everybody was kind of going to WCW, uh, he stayed right there and, and, and helped drive the ship.
0: Because if he would have left and gone to WCW, been over. Game over.
1: Yeah, yeah, it would have been. Yeah, that would have been, been, been catastrophic for, for WWE.
0: Well, man, I appreciate your time. I'm sorry our other interview didn't last or didn't record or well, it oh, recorded. Oh,
1: man, that's fine. Man, I always love these. Man. I always love these podcasts.
0: Yeah, like I said, our the one we did two uh, last month, sixty-one listeners, and that's the best we had so far. We had one that's fifty-seven, awesome. but th- our last one awesome. was sixty-one. So I appreciate
1: yeah, it. I think our last one was probably the best one. Just because it didn't get it recorded, but we'll 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 top that one
0: soon. Sounds good. Uh, you enjoy the rest of your day off. When you go back to work on Sunday, get right, those packages too, going. And I'll talk to you later.
1: All right. Bye. All right, man.
0: Bye. All right, that was our WWE Survivor Series podcast. Thanks, Laurent, for giving us some time today. Uh, Don't forget, the pay-per-view is on Sunday. It's on the WWE Network, or you can call your local satellite or cable provider. We'll be back next week. Hopefully, we have a couple interviews with some coaches. If there's football, if not, then we'll just do a podcast about volunteering. Hey, guys, thanks for listening. This has been Cal's Podcast with Sports and We'll see you next week.